Okay, new daft today. Um, so we left off at the words, the top of the page was the middle of a sentence, really. And the words, Chisure Mechzera, which means that we're missing some words in the conversation over there. So now we're going to fill in the blanks so you could understand why there's a differentiation between the ear, the city, and the sada, the field. So, we're missing some words, and this is what it's, what it's saying. If it was placed in the migdal, in the tower, and it's locked, okay, and now we lost the key. So it's in the tower, the food, the Eruv. It's, he locked it up, and now he can't find the key. Harez Eruv. It is a good Eruv. When is that true that it's a good Eruv? Be Yomtev. That's because it's on Yomtev. That's because it's on Yomtev. Avul be Shabbos, but on Shabbos. Ein Eruv Eruv. The Eruv is not a good Eruv. Nimtza Mafteach. That's because he lost the key. Um, we said that's good Eruv when on Yomtev. Why? Because on Yomtev we don't make a Gzera about taking apart the um, the tower, because again, it's not really attached. That's what we talk. Let's say it's Shabbos, it's Shabbos and it's not a good Eruv. What if you find the Mafteach, Nimtza Mafteach, Bein Be'ir, Bein Be'sada, whether in the city or in the field, in Eruv, Eruv, it's not a good Eruv. Omer. No, now you found back the key. Be'ir, Eruv, Eruv, Be'sada, Ein Eruv, Eruv. Why is it a good Erev if you find it in the city of Shimon? That's going like Rup Shimon. The Amar famous idea that we've had a number of times in Erev. Whether it be a rooftop or courtyards or backyards. Any Kaili that was stayed the Shabbos in that area is considered all one area and your mom is allowed to pick it up from that one spot and bring it to any of these other areas. It's considered one domain. That's the Shita of Rab Shimon. That's because, so that's when it's where in the city, because it's accessible to bring it here. However, if the keys are in the field, this is Shabbos we're talking about, and that's Kirabana, like the Shita of the Rabbana. What we mean over here, Rashi, there's a big Shiloh whether we take the gears of Rabbanon or don't have the gears of Rabbanon, but either way, what's going on over here is that uh, the Rabbanon, uh, oh, the Rabbanon, there's Machlokas of um, the Rabbanon and, um, who is it, and Rab Shimon, with regards to a different halacha. What if a person finds tefillin out in the field? If you find tefillin out in the field, so there's Shabbos. on Shabbos, right? So you can't carry Chasvashon. You can carry on Shabbos, um, but what the Eitzo we said was is that you can go Pachas Pachas Medalaramas, or you can make a chain of people. Uh, I pass to you, you pass to him, you pass to him. For a No, no, not for a month. I'm going to hand it over. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just taking it and passing it to you. So I'm not, and each person is taking it from the next person and it takes the chain. What? So, yeah, but we're making exceptions because of tefillin. That's what the, that's what's going on over here. There's a special uh, special allowance because of tefillin. Okay? But that's what the, that's the, that's what's going on with this, with this Shittas Rabbana. 
but the point being is, is that really, unless it's tefillin, even though they're abundant, don't allow it over there. They say, even though it's tefillin, it's not allowed. But anything that's not tefillin is also not allowed. So that's the, you know, so even according to the other time. So everybody really would agree to it. That's why they, some people take up the gear of Rabbanon, because it's going according to anybody. Um, so that's the answer that the way we're explaining. It's, once you fill in the blanks, then we could understand. We switched back to Shabbos. We started talking about Yom Tif, and that's where we said that it's okay. And then, but on Shabbos, not. But uh, if you find this, but if you find back the key, then these are the halachas, and it's going back on Shabbos. So that's how you, we read it in to filling by filling in the blanks. Next, we saw Rabbi. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Ravier says, "Amit Arvayu." A different answer. Going back on the original question, you put it in the tower, you lose the key. It's a good eruv. Why would it be? Uh, I. It's locked in the tower. So you can't access it. So my answer is Shall We're talking about where it's in a wooden tower. The Mar First opinion is it's a keli. So what if it's a keli? The ein binyan bekeli means stira bekeli. There's no halachic status of binyan and stira in in a utensil. Binyan and stira is only on things that are attached to the ground. This is not attached to the ground. That's why it's a, it's considered accessible. Omar sover oyalhu. The other opinion is that it's an oyal, and therefore, it you, you cannot take it apart. Okay. So the Gemara says. It happens to be to Machlokas Tanoim this discussion. And that's what we're going to see now. The Tanan, the Mishnah says, We're talking about over here somebody who is a Zav. And there was this Shida Tevo Migdol, which is basically a large box. And obviously, if a Zav would touch the box, he'd make the box tummy. But he didn't touch it directly, because what he did is he knocked on it. Either um, he had his fist in a glove, so he's still not touching directly, and he banged on it, and it, and that's the discussion. So comes to me. Why? Because he moved it. Okay, Rabbi Nachemia of Rabbi Shimon Mitaran says it's tar. What's the One opinion is that it's a keli, and the and the other Marsover Olu, and the other opinion is that it's an ohel. Okay. So, um, and, and therefore, if it's an ohel, it's not makabal tumah. Only a keli is going to be makabal tumah by movement, and not an ohel. That's what we're suggesting is possibility. So, Marpai, but this, that doesn't make sense. It says in the Brisa, ohel venisit, if you have an ohel and it was moved, tummy, it becomes tummy. Kli, if it's a big keli that's heavy, and when you knocked it, it didn't move because it didn't really, you know, like when you, you didn't shake or it didn't move. So then it starts. So in other words, it, it, there is no fundamental difference between an OL and a Kaylee with regards to movement. If it's moved, it, there's only one question. Did it move? Then it's going to be Tommy because he made it move. Did it, and if it stayed still, then it's, then it's fine in either case. There's no fundamental difference between an OL and a Kaylee. So that can be the explanation of the Machlokas. Uh, and furthermore, it says in the Seifa, if uh, if any of these were moved, then it becomes Tamei. Here's the rule. If he caused it to move, so Tamei, then it's Tamei. But if it, mo- if, it, if it was moved because of trembling, 
then it's tar. What's rada? What? And we were talking about the tumah. Yes. If the anoil is a temporary dwelling, and within the oil, it's what I would consider the shtehi, even if it's a temporary dwelling. Yes. But that's not what's relevant. No, no, no. We're talking about yeah, we're talking about Toma, and we want to know what status does this, um, does this have as far as... as we, we assumed that that's the difference, between, that there's a difference between a keli and an ohel, and we thought that if it's a keli, then you can break it open. If it's oil, then you can't break it open. But, um, and we're saying it's the same machlokes, how you look at uh, a wooden container, is it a keli or is it an ohel, because that's what they seem to be arguing in. But then we proved just now that there is no difference as far as Toma goes. Even an oil is Makabal Toma, the same as a Keli. It just has to be moved. If it wasn't moved, it wasn't moved. If it was moved, it was moved, then it's Tomei. In other words, it's important that Azav can be Metama something by, by touching it directly. If he didn't touch it, but he moved it, that's also a way that it becomes Tomei. In other words, he caused it to move like this. He didn't, you know, he just moved it with his elbow, with the, with the jacket. He didn't touch it directly, but he man, he made it go. That's enough to make it uh, also tame. Or he picked up a stick and moved it with a stick. All that counts. So he said, however, if it moved because of sh- shake of trembling, that's a different story. Then it's not going to be chay, okay? <clears throat> Even if it's a keli, because that's indirect. That means that I banged so hard that, that I didn't really make it move, but it, it, it shook. Okay. Um, now, If you caused it to move with your own action, right, in other words, as opposed to, let's say, I jump on the floor and then it caused it to move. You understand? That's indirect action. That, uh, for sure, I didn't make, I don't, I don't consider that my movement if I'm a Zav. Um, but uh, so machmas kocho. If it's my direct uh, power that caused it to move, that's tummy. Machmas rada. But if it's because it's trembling, tar, it's gonna be tar. machmas kocho. We're talking about where it shook from my strength, meaning I banged on it. It didn't cause it to move, but it shook. Okay, and that's machlo. Because the welcome of the Mar said one opinion is that's still movement. Because you bang very hard on it, and you see it, it shakes a little bit when I bang, and that counts. Omar Savar said that it's not called movement, because the bottom line is it didn't move out of its place at all. It just you know shook in place. So that's Machlokas. Fred what are we establishing the Mishnah as? Um, we're talking about, so this is going back, okay, so back to our Mishnah, because we never, now that we're saying that it has nothing to do with that machlokas, so we're back to the question, what is, if it's talking about wood over here, what is the machlokas exactly, what, um, what's the case of the Mishnah? So the Gemara explains, and why is it okay, um, um, why is it a kosher Erev if I don't lost the key? So the answer is, we're talking about Abay Varava, okay? This is the Machlokas. Abay Varava, Darmitarvay, both of them give the same answer. We're talking about where the, the key, the lock, is, is tied 
with a, a with the string. What's the case? I need a knife to be able to cut it. That's the question. Can I cut the rope with the knife? So Tanakam is several like Rabbiasi. Tanakam was like Rabbiasi. Tamar kola kelim nitalim mishabes chutzmi mesra gadol biyasad chacham agresha. A knife is not tam is not mukta, and therefore I'm able to access it because all I need is the knife, and then I'll be able to access it. Okay. Rabbi Lezer several like Rabbi Nechemia. Tamar afilu talis afilu tarvid. Even a talis or a tarvid, a ladle, any talin other tzarich tashmishan. Every keli, according to Rabbi according to Rabbi Lezer can only be used for its main use. So a knife is meant to cut a piece of meat, cut a steak, or something else. It's not meant to cut a rope. Okay? So therefore, it's, uh, it's not valid. Okay? That's the, it's not, it, that's the reason why the Bandi Amr that says that it's not going to work. Okay? Because <clears throat> Rabbi Lezer of our Mishnah is saying that uh, that 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 you that the eitzah of cutting it is not an eitzah, okay? That's the story. The lock is tied with a rope, and that's really the discussion. Okay, which brings us now to the new Mishnah on Daflam and Hey of an Aleph. Niskalgel chutz Here's the case. You set up your eruv with with food, and it's right at the edge of the 2,000 Amas where you want to establish your house. Okay, your, your dwelling place for Shabbos. Perfect. You go out there and you see that the wind blew it outside the Tchum. It's not where I left it. It moved. Okay. Or, Nafalal of Gal. Or, there was an avalanche right next to where I put it. And now it's under a pile of rubble. Or it got burnt. There was a wildfire. Okay, it can happen. Now my food is no longer there. I'm no longer edible. Hmm? I'm no longer edible. Of course, it's not edible, but it's not even there. It's burnt to a crisp. Or truma. It was truma, which we learned that you're allowed to make your Eruv with truma. Venitmes. And now it became tummy. So Mibod Yom, if all of those events happened before Shabbos kicked in, and if it's for sure not an Erev, because you didn't have it when you needed it. It needs to be there when Bein HaShemashos happens, when it's, not, when it's twilight. <clears throat> but if it happened after nightfall, so, I, so it's a good Erev, because the Erev was there when I needed it. I needed it just to be there in the beginning. It doesn't have to be there the whole Shabbos. So that's good enough. Im Safik, what if I don't know when it happened? Well, I don't know when it blew out of it the right location. I don't know when the fire happened. You were it's a Suffolk. Huh? You I were No, I wasn't there. Remember, you set the food up there, and then I come out there the next day. So I don't have a clock on. You know, it's not, there's no time clock. There's no way to know when events happen. You understand? So it's a This person is now a, a donkey camel. What's a donkey camel? Donkey and a camel are two different animals and they work differently. So it's sort of like you have a camel pulling on one side, a donkey pulling on the other side, and then basically it, it becomes, you lose in both directions. In other words, just to give a clar, clarify what this means. 
Normally, as when I want to make establish my mokum shvisa in another in a, like two thousand amas, that's because I'm not giving myself any extra space to go. I moving uh, by me moving my my location over there, so that takes away from my ability to travel in the opposite direction. But that's okay because it's giving me in this direction that I want an extra two thousand amas that I want to go right. It moves my two thousand amas. From behind me to only forward, you follow. That's what that's what the concept of Tchumen is. So over here, you lost your ability because maybe the erev is a good erev. I lost the ability to go in the other direction, but because it might not be a good erev, I can't go forward. So basically, all I have is less than I lose the both directions. That's the idea. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shimon, no Safik erev kosher. It's a Safik erev, and a Safik erev is kosher. After all. Okay, I'm Rabbi Yossi, Avtumus Hayid, Avtumus said a testimony, Mishum Chamishes Kainim in the name of five Kainim, Al Safik Erev Shekasha, that if it's a Safik Erev, it's still kosher. So now we're going to get to um, the discussion over here. Okay. Says the Gemara, Niskalgal Chutzlutchum. What if it rolls outside the, 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 the 2,000 Amas? So, Amar Rava, Rava says, Lashano Elishan is Galgal Chutzlar Bahamas. This idea is only if it went more than four Amas outside the Trum. Remember, you put it at the edge of the 2,000 Amas. Now it rolled four Amas? That would be okay. Abletoftal Ramas? That's okay. Why? Because I know it's in Eruvo, Yeshlo Dal Ramas. Because wherever your Erev is, that gives you Dal Ramas in every direction. So if your Erev is outside, just under the four amas away, it didn't blow that far or outside the area. It's still going to work because within Dalaramas, that's still part of the area where that food is, and therefore it's still accessible to your 2,000 amas, and therefore it's fine. Now, Nafalal of Gal, we talked about the case where a big mountain fell down on it. So, Kosal right now we're thinking, a big, you know, avalanche. So, Kosal we think right now, the Ibai Matsi you might. You can, the reason why is because you could still, that, that if you want, you can pick up all those rocks, after all, and take it. And why wouldn't that be a problem? Um, uh, uh, our Mishnah must not be going like Rebbe, because Rebbe says that only if it's a Asr Midrabanon, then that's, the, that's when you, if it's Asr Midrabanon, it's still a, a kosher Erev because it's a Shvus, and a Shvus is a Benesh Mashus, it's not a problem. So what could the, be the issue? There's, there's rocks over it. A rock, to move a rock on, on Shabbos is what? Is that Isra Daraisa or Isra Darbanan? That's an Isra Darbanan. We're talking Ben because that's the only time you, want to be, you need it to be valid on Ben So you can take it out. You can move the rocks. So, Kaldavar, so it must be we're not going like Rabbi Dika Rabbi. Ha'amar, doesn't Rabbi say, Kaldavar Shum Mishum Shavos, Legos, or Allah Ben They don't make Xerah Ben Sakamar says, no, I feel the Rebbe is going like Rebbe. We're talking about over here is where it's, you know, it's a real avalanche that you're going to really need to dig out of it. And since you need tools for it, that's a real Isser Dalrais. And you need both, all these cases. Each of these cases add on another layer to make it, you know, to make it a bigger chiddush, if you talk about where it's just wheeled away, because it's not where you need it to be, 
But if uh, the mound fell on top of it, an avalanche, so it's in the right location, maybe you might think it's a good error. Because it's covered. Just like the wind blew it away, it could blow it back. Maybe that should be good enough. Maybe it should be an Erev. That's why we need the first two cases. Next, we talked about Onisrof or Chuma Vinitmes. Now, Lamali Tana Vinisrof. Why do we have to talk about the case of Nisrof? What's the extra Chiddush? Obviously, if it's burnt, it's not going to be a good Erev. tell you, even though now it's burnt, we hold like Rabbi Yaisi still would say, there's nothing there left, that if it's a Suffolk, it's good in a case of Suffolk. And Tana Truma, even though it's only Tomei, tell you how far a mayor doesn't allow it in the case of Suffolk. So the question is this, does Rameyer take a chumr, a chumr dika opinion by a case of doubt? We learned in a Mishnah, if you have a tummy person who goes into the mikvah, and we're not sure if he did a good tefillah or not, or we're not sure if, they, if the mikvah is a kosher mikvah. We know when we measured it originally that it was a good mikvah, but now we're not sure. Or there's two mikvahs. In the first one, there's 40 saw, and in the other one, there's not 40 saw. And he went into one of the two mikvahs. And they're not sure which one he went into. In all of those cases, you take a Tommy Dika position that says that he is, listen, when in doubt, you can't, we don't know that you, you had a status of Tommy. We're not sure if you fixed it up. It's, you, you remain in your Chazaka. That makes sense. When is that true? That's when it's a strict Tommy, like a real Din Tommy, Mira Torah. Avo Bitumakala, where it's a lighter level tumma, which is the rabbinic tumas. I don't know if you know those cases. Like the rabbi said that if a person um, uh, 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 goes in a, uh, in a drawn water and it covers him, then he becomes tummy. Midurabana, that's a rabbinic xera. Or another example is if you eat tummy food, it makes you tummy, that's also only midurabana. So if it's a tumakala, kigon, sha'achal, ochlin, tamein, you eat tummy foods, vishasamashkin tamein, you drink tummy drinks. Rabba rosh vruba maim shuvin, or you went into drawn water, or shanafal rosho, val rubo shloshuluk and maim shuvin, or three lug of maim shuvin fell on you. Viyard litbal, and then it's only because then your tum is only midurabana. Viyard litbal, suffix tavel, suffix lo tavel. We're not sure if you went into the mikvah or not. Vafilu tavel, suffix tavel, barabam sa, suffix lo tavel, barabam sa. Or we're not sure if you went, you went into the mikvah for sure. But we're not sure if it's a kosher mikvah. Maybe it's too little. Vechein shnei mikvahs ba'achas meish barabam sa, ba'achas im barabam sa. One has forty sa, one doesn't have forty sa. Betavah ba'achas and you went into one, but veinu odeya bezman tavah. You're not sure which one. In all of those cases, feiko tar. Okay, and Rabbi Yossi mitami. Rabbi Yossi says you still tummy. Now, so the ta- so we, what you see here is that Rameir says in case of durabanans. You, you take a lenient position in cases of doubt. It's the same thing over here. So over here, the Isser Tchum is only a rabbinic law, we assume. And therefore, we're saying, what's Pshan Rameir, that he's so machmir, 
that we're not sure when the fire happened, we're not sure when it blew away, we're not sure when the avalanche fell on it, so it should be considered, in Suffolk, is uh, good. So the Gemara answers, Rameyer Tchumendoi Raisaninu. Rameyer holds, because of Rameyer Tchumendoi Raisaninu, he holds that, uh, that the Din Tchum is a Doi Raisaninu. It's not Midra Banan, it's from the Torah. So therefore, that's why you have to take a stringent stance. So the Gemara says, really? Visavar Rameyer Tchumendoi Raisaninu, is that true? Patanan, Em, En, Yacho, Lav, Leo, if you cannot, Absorb it in. Bizu Amar Rabbi Dustai Barbiani Mishum Rameyer. Here, Rabbi Dustai says in the name of Rameyer. What we're talking about over here is a case of establishing the Tchum. Okay? So, it's a very interesting halacha. It's, uh, it's uh, scientific. And basically, the way it works is that sometimes there's mountains or hills, and you want to measure your, your, tw- your 2,000 amas. So, really, the 2,000 amas really should be a straight line. A sea level type of. So now, if you, and, and the rope, usually when they're measuring with rope, they measure on a 50 amma line. That's how, they, that's how it works. They hold the 50 ammas apart, and that's how they measure in increments of 50 ammas till they get to 2,000 ammas. What if there's a little. So if there's a mountain that they could go around it, you know, they could this way, they could avoid um, having to go up the hill, because obviously if you're going up the hill, that's extending the amount of, 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 that makes it a shorter trum because you're going up part of it. You're not going straight across. So, um, and if you can't absorb it in, what they could do is they cut through the mountain. Now, obviously, you're not, they're not making a hole through the mountain. What they do is they stand like within four arms of each other. One person's holding it at the height of his chest, the other one's putting it by his feet, and they go up the mountain that way to get around the mountain while measuring just the, the, the length of, of the horizontal length instead of also measuring part of the vertical length. The bottom line is, you see that we're taking a more lenient stance. And if Tchumen is Midoraisa, we have to measure the stringent way, which is, which is Go including the vertical measure. Okay? I have Amar of Nachman You're not allowed to do that in cases of Daraisa. Loy Bari Miklat. When, because as you know, in the Ir Miklat, if a person killed somebody by accident, so you don't have to actually be in the city. If you're in the 2000 Amas that surround the city, you can uh, also um, establish, you, you, you're still good. Now, what if, can we make, do we extend the 2000 Amas? In a direct line, or no? If it's a mountain, then you got you're counting uh, the two thousand amas that way, which is more stringent. Also, we're measuring to the closest city. You got to measure, taking the topography into account that it takes makes it longer. because it's a Torah law. So Gemara says, Lokash is not difficult. Hadidei, Hadirabei. is that really Remeir holds. Uh, Rameir holds his own opinion that Tchumen is Daira He heard that was his Rebbe's Shita. He wasn't saying his own view. He said in the name of Rameir, Shamati, I heard from my teachers. Not that I personally hold that way. We take a hold. So you see, it wasn't Rameir's own opinion, it was his Rebbe's opinion. Now, 
The Gemara asks this contradiction. If Rami, the Araisa, the Araisa, the Rameyer. You can make a contradiction within the, the, the Torah law in Rameyer. The Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, no, go be'echad balayla. If you touched one, uh, this is a fascinating case. The case is a person was sleeping. And in the middle of the night, he felt that he touched somebody. Okay. He doesn't know if what he, the person he touched was alive or dead. He wakes up in the morning and he sees that the person who was next to him is dead. Now, maybe he was alive and he fell asleep and he died in his sleep later. So Rameir Mitaher, Rameir says he's Tahar because of the suffix. They say it goes by how you find the person at the time that you find them. So that's the case. Now, so what do you see? Even though it's a din doi raisa, Rameir is taking a lenient stance here. So I'm Rabbi Yirmiya, Mishnah Seinu Shahaya Aleha Sheretz Kol Bein The case of the Tumah that our Mishnah is talking about, this is Rabbi Yirmiya's answers that we're talking about over here where the Tumah was the entire Bein Hashmashas. The Tumah was Tameh from the whole Bein Hashmashas. So you know that it's tummy. Ihachi bag lehima rabbiosi suffik erif kasha. Then why suffik is it kosher? So rabbi rabbiosi tamer tavayachum b'shteki te edemaskina. The case over here is that there's a there's a dispute amongst witnesses. Achas omeris one set of witnesses says mibod yom nitma ibus tummy from before. Achas omeris mishachashek. The other one said that it happened first at nightfall. And the question is, can we? What do you do? Do we reject the witnesses and basically say that we have no witnesses here because they're contra- contradicting each other? And then, Rav Amar, so that's basically the question of do we basically ignore that and then leave the person with his, leave the food with Chazak that it's not Tamei. Truma was tar before when we first started. Or do we say that we, we can't, we can't uh, leave